Yes, you're gonna have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep it real. Just keep talking that real, bro. Do what you do, I know what you do, so keep doing that. Talk the real. The HBI lads will see you now. See you now. I don't want to cause no problems. Mm-hmm. I just want to live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. And we're back. HBI podcast, health, business, and in between. And the lads are ready to party this week because it was a very exciting event last week. So exciting that it even got uh, Dr. Dan Kirkride out of the sunny Gold Coast and back down to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, by sunny Gold Coast, I, of course, mean the flooded and raining Queensland. And obviously, thoughts go out to... Mm. friends families colleagues out that way um horrendous time but knowing them all we know we'll, they'll bounce back but the point of this story was that the team were in town for a shall we call it a information of mentoring education evening um that was held down in melbourne and so we thought it'd be a really cool thing today sort of get a bit of a recap from the lads dr dan and obviously benny physiotherapist extraordinaire give him the shout out right there uh, about Thank the you, night sir. and then obviously hit the top five things that obviously the I guess the students because it was it was two students I believe were really after so we can deep dive that a bit further so without further ado uh, Ben do you want to run us through sort of the general sort of pretense of what was going on and uh, what happened on the night I'm gonna handball that straight to you Dan I'm eating some chicken oh <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, shout out to Lauren Colson and the Performance Center for running an awesome event. So, Lauren is an osteopath. She, uh, I mean, she can talk about herself when we bring her onto the podcast in a few weeks. But yeah, her background is uh, she started off as a remedial therapist while she was at uni, studied osteo, really switched on human, uh, very entrepreneurial, has done a great job with uh, the business down there. So, she ran an information night, which was for allied health students that were finishing fourth and fifth year so students that were basically about to graduate at the end of this year so information night uh q a panel with myself the lovely ben humphreys physiotherapist extraordinaire um and then we also had a a uh, another physiotherapist and pilates um instructor and then we also had lauren's business coach so yeah it was the four of us and um, just taking questions and kind of sharing our experiences from you know our experiences as a student uh, transitioning from being a student going into full-time practice and business um, and then just kind of taking some questions from there. So it was very insightful. It was good to, you know, go down, give back and be able to just you know, share some thoughts and ideas around what we've done over the last few years. Um, and yeah, I think I'll hand it to Benny now. Have you finished chicken? Yeah, that I can. Have I missed anything? Hey. I missed anything there? No. Like I had Mari, I'm not sure of his surname and Sean, not sure, sure of his sure of his surname but yeah a good diversification like two osteos two physios and then a like a more of a a business investor um, business mentor and predominantly osteo crowd couple no physios couple of chiros yeah and it sort of sparked my interest to you know what we do on this podcast is health business and in between we, we've run a few episodes on excuse me on um you know trying to offer advice as to what we would do again if we had our chance again as a student, as an early professional, um, even obviously running our own businesses and that sort of thing. So we'll, obviously the discussion was gauged at um, students. It wasn't all entrepreneurial talk, but anyway, like it was, for me, very insightful. It sort of inspired me to potentially, you know, 
give a bit more of this podcast and potentially run our own events where we you know collect a group of people run a panel type situation and then you know set aside a couple of hours and run an event where we can actually you know speak to students and hopefully influence them you know in a positive light and sort of help i guess steer them in a way that <clears throat> would help them avoid major mistakes that we've made over the past couple of years i know i've made a few yeah. um but highlights for the night was i love the q a part which was um you know the crowd sort of got to ask us we had a general gist of the flow that lauren um created and as dan said she did an incredible job she hosted really well spoke really well put together a great event there was about six, 60 odd students i think were there yeah and uh, as i said we spoke anything we didn't really talk a lot of clinical stuff but more on the career pathways type conversations and a highlight for me was uh you know really just being raw and honest like we are on a, it was very similar to the podcast in all honesty like we we have discussions between us about these sort of things and uh, you know it was for me it was just the absolute transparency and say look you know trying to offer like like dan said like nuggets of gold for these people and um really i guess dissecting what it did take for us to get to the business and we're in and actually sort of reflecting a lot on like well what am i going to talk to these guys about what's actually going to be you know received like i'm not going to be out here trying to give the cliche self-help personal development you know talks i'm like fuck bro if you want to go into business you got to be prepared for x y and z i said if you want to live a life like this and if you want to set your life up in this way i said this is sort of my experience coming experientially. And I said, this is what it comes with. So if you're prepared to do that, it's a personality type, no skin off your nose if you do it or don't. I said, just do what you want. And if you do do it, we'll tell you how. I said, if you, even if you don't run a business and that's not, not the, con the conversation wasn't geared at people who want to be entrepreneurs. It was just to give them a bit of a taste of what, what we do. So it was good to both give advice for, you know, people who are aspiring to be a potential business owner, plus those who are not wanting to do so and how they can progress throughout a company, how can they seek the perfect opportunities, how they can build their network, just how they can basically climb climb the ranks and be prepared to hit the ground running by the time they finish. So, And I think at the end there, Dan, we had a few conversations with a few lads, came up and you know thanked us, and then you know, we were more specific about, well, Dan, you know, I love this model that you got. Like, fuck, how did you do it? Dan goes, well, well the long story, the short story. <laughs> so I can tell you exactly what I tried, how I did it, how long it took, how much money it took you know, every step along the way. So it was nice, I guess, to have that interest in what we do. Yeah. Nice, man. It must have been really nice to have actual face-to-face -face again, mm -hmm. right? Because obviously yeah. it's been severely lacking in all industries for a while and online's great, but it definitely, like, the like, I know, I know like, Dan, even, you, like, your course, I went through it. I absolutely love the online through there because it gives you an ability to continue learning at your own pace. You have the connection but nothing beats face to face, right? Like in terms of enjoyment and as like colleagues might always call it, it's the seminar after the seminar, right? Like when you catch up with the crew after, there's a few wines or beers going around the table, we're having dinner and like, that's where the true learning I think often comes through because you're like, you're really in that open state and you just can't get that on Zoom, right? Yeah, and I, Like it's just... It's such a good appreciation for um, how big Danny is. I'm like, fuck, Dan's jacked in real life. <laughs> I was like, Ben's tall, I remember. This guy's yeah. like 6'4". Yeah. What happened? He looks small. Yeah, and I was, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, 
But also, I was a bit fucking nervous as well. Like, it's one thing to be sit in front of a laptop behind your mic and whatever. But I was like, beforehand, I'm like, fuck, I'm a bit nervous and a bit edgy. I said, this is good. It was pretty hot too that night. So we'll both. Get a bit of sweat on. Sweating it out. All in front of this big fucking light that was hot as fuck. And we just get blinded by this big light. It was all videography and stuff. Really, really good. But yeah, sweating and Dan was just beads running down his face. I was like, I don't feel nervous, but like I'm sweating like a gypsy with a house mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> that first question really got me. But um, no, bang on. I reckon like obviously you teach every week on Zoom, and you know, I've been doing it for like two years, and don't even blink when I jump on, and I'm sitting there in front of 50, 60 students staring at you, two lights in your face next to you know these other elite practitioners next to me, and someone asks me a question, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Good. A bit different face to face, but you're having that human connection again and being in front of 60 people staring at you and whatnot is definitely a different experience. But I was very grateful for it. it was I jumped at the opportunity when Lauren, you know, asked me to do it. Um, yeah, obviously took the flight down from Gold Coast and had to rearrange quite a few things to get there. But it was yeah, I was I was there as soon as she asked me. It was like opportunity to present face to face, give back to students, having been in that position myself, you know, only what three years ago, going on one of those Q and A nights. I wish I listened more to the people that came to my one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said on the night. I'm like, yeah. Like, whether you guys listen to this or not, whether you've been told this already, is said you might not take much from this, but hopefully you take a tiny bit of what we say. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we like, always, yeah, we always think we know better, right? So funny thing is, a student, you're like, students always think they know everything, right? Like I, I see third year, like which you know, it's a good five year car degree. I see third years telling everyone how to practice. I'm like. Oh, child, you are <laughs> you are in some real trouble coming up. Oh, I said this to, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I was looking after a couple of fifth year students last week. I was explaining, I was like, you should get to like September, October in your final year. And if you don't have like some kind of like, I don't know, I guess the wrong expression would be midlife, but like some kind of crisis of faith almost in your like ability to practice in the following year, you are not ready. Like, if you like anybody who's so confident they're ready to go by that time is a danger because you like Great. you don't even know, right? Like, but know. without us going down that pathway, I think this is a really great opportunity because we do have a lot of student listeners to probably hit the top five of the night, right? Like, <laughs> what were the common themes, the big questions, and something that we can really then I think dive a little bit deeper onto in this format? What were the top five sort of like themes questions or whatever you want to go of the night uh ben i'll let you lead off actually no it looks like yet again ben's got a mouthful of chicken we're gonna have to have words with him about his eating habits dan number one big gem for everybody (laughs) or be the big question you saw the other night i can answer that for you i think everyone's there he is more more to help guide dan unless he has something to say like dan had a lot of questions about his model Mm. how did he go from face-to-face to online and everyone was very interested in Dan's um, like journey and now that the business is running because everyone at the moment hot topic online live where you want type sort of thing so I think that for me I, that's the thing I noticed a lot with Dan yeah you mentioned it, actually that did come up a lot I've got a shocking memory like they call me Dory or Finding Nemo so I'm glad you jumped in there Ben but um, no yeah there was a lot of questions about online you, bro. transition <laughs> thanks bro you had me on the night a few times as well um yeah, like online, how to transition from face-to-face to online, or even just like as a practitioner, I've talked about this a fair bit in depth actually that night. I think it was one of the first questions from the, the bloke in the front. Um, again, 
terrible names, but um, about you know how you can sort of integrate some of the online practices with you know if you did, didn't want to run your own business, didn't want to be an online coach, didn't want to be a PT, you don't want to be any of that stuff. You just want to be purely an osteo working between four walls, which is completely fine. Like how can you start to increase your efficiency, improve client outcomes, and you know protect your time and energy as well by not having to you know overcommit by doing too much and how you can systemize some of those things. That was a big thing we talked about. Um, and then the second thing was probably a lot more of the career pathways, which Ben, you know, smashed on in terms of like, if you do want to be an employee, like, what does it look like from a position, subcontractor versus employee? How can you ascend through, you know, the company you're working for? What are your options? And, you know, you know Ben was outlining it, which it's okay if you don't want to run a business, which is cool, because I think there's like a lot of pressure with, I guess, three of us running our own business. I think like the common demeanor was maybe it came across as running a business initially. So it was good that you said you know, early on that you know, if you don't want to run a business and you just want to do your own thing, that's completely fine. Because I think I saw a few faces like, holy shit. Yes. It's not like, and like I, and this is my, and we talked a bit about our, you know, our own journey, which was cool even for me to hear how it was for Dan, Lauren, Mari, and Sean, how they sort of came to the position they're in at the moment. And, you know, you got very different people, very different journeys. Like Dan and Lauren were quite similar. They were like sort of, Dan was running his PT throughout his whole uni degree. She was sort of doing massage business for, I think, a couple of years during, whereas I didn't come into business until my third year post-graduating. So my journey was very different to the guys. So in saying that, um, and that's yeah, what I shed light, it's all experiential and I can comment on how it was for me and how it is for me. So I just said, um, there are, the more I learn about business, I said, it actually gives you insight into how you can structure things from an employee's perspective. And, you know, there's a lot of questions on, uh, you know, well, how do you know you're in the right place and like um, more prospective and more like personal questions. Cause they're very personal. Like everyone has different, goal and a different aspiration you know it's obviously with similarities between us all but we you know want different things mm. want the same things doesn't really we don't we know we didn't fucking know on the kids so um yeah as i said we just we shed shed some light on that and i just spoke about um you know if you are an employee like and you're not happy with your situation open the conversation with your boss um you know hopefully there's an open door policy if you're not happy with the money you're making i said a quick way to make out how valuable are, if you haven't thought of it to evaluate how monetarily value, valuable you are to your company is you you calculate how many sessions you see a week and how much the sessions are worth that gives you some grounds to stand on if you are seeking a promotion but however if you want to do that i would do it x y and z uh, yeah. we spoke about a bit about uh, the hiring process and what we would be looking for if we were an employer looking for an you know what kind of employee and whatnot but um, for me, I think I just enjoyed, as I said before, like the transparency and honesty. And I was, you know, Ben Dan and I was, you know, as we usually are, swearing and being straight up fucking directly honest with these people. And, you know, said so if, if it's, you know, we wouldn't get it. It's tough. If it's not fucking for you, you don't have to do it. But I said, you know, even like early on in there, um studies i said if you haven't worked in the industry i said start working as an admin or an allied health assistant or something i said if you don't want to fucking do it and you're only in your second year or third year i said pull the pin now <laughs> don't pull it later i said you're gonna finish x amount more years opportunity costs like nate talks about 
you know, it's just brutally honest <laughs> feedback. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully some guys but, took that on board. But it sounds kind of like if I surmise, I guess, what we just sort of went through as a little rundown, the things we tend to talk about, right? Like, so... Very similar, obviously, so similar. Like, online, online transition, which has been a big theme, obviously, down through our pathways. Obviously, business set up in terms of both contract, like, contract actually yeah. in development, contractually right? through. Number three seems to be, obviously, communication, styles, and open communication within a site. Yep. Number four seems to be future development. So, whether you want to move to owning your own thing, whether you just want to progress up in and become part like higher up into the company through there. And then I think it's been flashed around a little bit as number five is like, I guess the way I like think is not identifying yourself as your profession is that like having a life outside of the treatment table, because, yeah. you know, I think when we go through the common themes there, and you know, I think back to when I was a student, you can get lost in all of those, right? Like, and I think, Online has become more and more apparent. I think COVID has pushed that more and more, and that's probably the large interest in the, I guess, fear for students in face-to-face, right? Like a lot of people have shown that or seen over this time that, you know, if you're heavily reliant on face-to-face, it can be a problem for you. Now, in saying that, we've all done fine and we're all face-to-face, right? It's been a challenge through there. So if you're doing a good job and you have your systems and marketing in place, it's never an issue but it doesn't mean you can't be doing both. So I think when we, if we do just a temporary little deep dive on each of those, if we think about going online and we go back to your story, Dan, I think it's just a matter of, you know, you develop time, you put the hours of work in outside and then even still you got your hand forced because you were meant to be face-to-face and COVID happened. Mm. So I think that comes back to everything in our industry. It's like, you know, develop the skill, develop the system somewhat but know there's going to be no perfect time and at the end of the day you just have to jump and even if it's shit there's only one way to like get better and that's to go do it we're getting it better as the famous ben humphrey says you know you're gonna eat shit so you might as well enjoy the taste of it (laughs) does it get better or you just get used to it i'm not too sure yeah (laughs) the old old training thing right like you never get better i mean it never gets easier you just get better Bar never gets harder; you just get stronger. Yeah, yeah. And then, like number, go. Yeah, well, like so much. This was down to like passion, interest based for Dan Dan's. Like I tried. What'd you say? Your hand at PT, PT, then clinic, then online, then yeah. Every time I did something, it was like, well, that's what I was saying to him about you know. Um, like tried, I, didn't I, like, I, tried, didn't like, tried, didn't like, yeah. and just kept moving on. <laughs> like I took this out of it with the restaurant comment, but it is, you know, like the all you can eat scenario. You don't just go and pick one meal and eat it the whole night. You got to try a little bit of everything and figure out what you like, what you don't like. And then after you've done that for a certain amount of years and you've tried four or five different things, you realize I like a bit of this, I like a bit of this, you know, what you don't like, what you do like. And then you sort of formulate your own identity and your own business model. And it might not be. What everyone else wants you to do probably won't be, but at least that way you've tried a bit of everything and now you've got something that you know lines with you. And once it lines with you and you have that passion, then it makes it easy to, you know, do the crazy hours and do the shit you don't enjoy because you know it has that end point that is going to align with your values and your goals versus if you're just doing something that's yeah. what someone else wants you to do, then that's easy, easily when you start to burn yourself out. Mm. And as a secondary to that, you align yourself into like a niche and then you make sure the market wants that niche as well, right? Like just because you love something the market may not want it so you've got to work both sides but you don't know till you know right and this is 
why like you know especially for students is like being coming out with an open mind looking at things you should be like ben said if you haven't spent the time working at clinic or at least spending odds times in clinics like what are you even doing like if you're the first time you're doing that is that when you graduate you have wasted opportunity and you may find that it's not for you right so when i came out like you've got to be so like careful with these things because otherwise you can miss out or you could like you said the opportunity cost is so great the next minute you're back at uni studying law or some other degree because you decided now it's not for you so you know i think really like it comes back to that like come with an open mind and understand that i never want to do that is just as important as i love this um and then like we moved down that list just as a little bit of a rapid fire so we talked about that side of well in terms of contracts uh by the time this has come out, I would imagine that our most oh, recent uh, podcast, which was literally just all over this, is there. So you should jump back and see that. But the point is understanding your rights, understanding the reasons, and then really like understanding from both your employer's point of view and having them understand yours is always going to put you in good stead. Mm. And that leads into that future development, right? Like you should be talking about future opportunities as part of the hiring process, both as an employer and an employee, because you want to know where people are going. Are they looking at doing three to five years with you and doing their own thing? Sweet. At least you know what you're dealing with, right? Or are they someone who would love to be part of you or thing long-term as an employee? Or are they someone who wants to look at the opportunity to franchise, buy in, all these other options? You want to know from the start, because things can change, but at least you're starting on a clear pathway. And as, you know, I think the major point number four was communication, everything in this business, whether it's, you know, practitioner to practitioner, patient, everything comes down to communication, clear, concise, like fair communication. And if we have that in place at all times, doesn't mean things can't go wrong, but at least most both parties have a fair idea of where they were at, who's at fault and what's going on. Mm. No, you summarize that very, very well. Um, and as we said, there's themes of this throughout our podcast and there's plenty of podcasts that are actually dedicated to this thing as such. But as I said, we do have a lot of students and hopefully we've shed some light on a few things. And I think it, for me, it's actually gave me the idea, I'm sure you did as well, that it will be brilliant for, for us four to catch up and yeah. run yeah. A, some, some sort of similar event or a couple yeah. day event, whatever it may be, clinical side of things, business side of things. You know, how valuable would that be like, from each discipline you know teaching our own insights so it could be a really good clinical and business sort of event HBI. which i would love to do with you boys so that'd be cool hbi panel well yeah. uh, there was like what a car. panel <laughs> yeah two physio yeah so next year for lauren's event we'll have to get the big man flown in from perth if he's allowed out of the country by then oh man we're, we're open again so we'll see for how long but at the moment i am i could come over this weekend i'm just not going to um but, but in all seriousness, it's something that we should do. And, you know, if you're a listener and that's something you'd be interested in, we'd love for you to get us some contact because uh, maybe we'll make it happen sooner rather than later if the demand's there. But as always, it has been a pleasure chatting to you. I'm sure there was some absolute gems there. If you have got something today, please grab a screenshot, throw it up. And remember, we are open to your communication. If there's things we could be better at, if there's things you'd love us to tackle that we haven't perhaps dived into before, yeah. We're here listening and ready to help in any way we can. But saying that, like I said, please share the podcast, leave us a five-star review because it really helps other people learn from what we're trying to do. As always, have an epic week and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys.